Hey, you, you pointed at me so I could start, but I have nothing. I don't have any of these topics. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Merry post-Christmas. Merry post-Christmas. Merry early new year. Yes. We're close. We're, we're very close. We're like three we're days close. out. This feels like... What does this one feel like? Remember how excited we were for 2020? So actually, you know what? We could talk about that for a moment, really quick. You know, everybody said, oh, COVID changed everything. Sure. I think it did. Yep. <laughs> it's weird that everybody said that. <laughs> it's 100. Well, there's so many people that are that keep saying things are back to normal. Things are back to normal. Things are back to normal. Everything's fine. Everything's back to normal. They're not back to normal, but they've been moving back to normal and they're getting there. I was going to say almost there. I don't think they're almost there. I think they're halfway mm-hmm. back to normal is what it feels like. I feel like we're just in a new normal. Slash new normal. I don't know if we'll ever go fully back to 2019. I don't think we will. I think it's done. I think I think so much happened <laughs> on a societal level. Yeah. Of Yeah, like we're not gonna have to we don't have to get into the politics of it, but just so much happened on on a societal and cultural level of masking and being aware and what's con- what's considerate to people and all these other things and personal freedoms and all this shit that came up here in the states mm-hmm. as far as that whole two-year covid experience yeah. was crazy yeah right yeah it uh, someone described it to me i think in like 2020 or maybe 2021 of like this is our event of like, you know, your grandparents that lived through the depression or like World War II, where there was like, you had to limit what you ate and stuff like that. And you had to ration and you had to save all your yeah. aluminum. And they have these like weird tendencies that they still carry, but it's because of these like few very impactful years. This is our thing. This is like our, like, I told you uh, when we were working out, I gave my mom for Christmas, I digitized a bunch of our old home videos. There's one video where it's us on Easter, and I'm like 10, and I just go, <coughs> and just cough, and I, my brain just goes, ah, COVID, 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 <laughs> like, cover your mouth, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I shouldn't be at this family party. Um, and, like, that's definitely a thing. Like, we're way more grossed out about coughing forever. Well, we now know what it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's weird how doctors that have been telling us that sickness is spread by sneezing and coughing have been right for have been right and now we finally were forced to believe them. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, just a quick intercept, but please continue. I used to chew my nails mm. horribly. Mm. Horribly. Gross. Yes. Gross amounts of chewing my nails. Yeah. And I found out because my doctor told me, uh, my doctor said, you know, you you get sick really badly because for some reason when I think because you chew your nail so much, what happens is you're literally like eating fucking dirt and bacteria. Dirt. <laughs> yeah. And bacteria. When you touch something, like you touch yeah. dollars. Yeah. Because at the time I was dealing with currency yeah. at, at my job. And it was a, a note of thinking, where has this money been? Yep. And now I'm putting it in my mouth. Essentially. And I literally stopped. Yeah. And now I have to cut my nails because they get so long. Yeah. So, That's yeah. normal. <laughs> it's normal now, though. But it goes back to the point of what you said about how doctors have been saying shit for a while. And for some reason, we'd be like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Wouldn't it be wild if we found out that, like, flossing cures cancer or something like that? <laughs> It's like, what? Can I tell you in the past two years, <laughs> I start uh, a little more than that. 
three years. I started hardcore flossing. Yeah, it sounds like you. <laughs> hardcore water pick with metal wire. <laughs> <laughs> like water picking. I have like uh, uh, the 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 plastic holders. You sure? For, yeah, like, yeah. Going all that. I have like the the picks. Yep. As well. I have great everything you got. And now when I go to the dentist, they're so happy. Yeah. And they're just I don't really need to clean much, so this will be really quick. It was yeah. Like, zip, 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 zip. Okay. And you can rinse. That does sound great because and, I tear up at the dentist. There is no <laughs> scraping. There's really no scraping. There's there's nothing. It's because because uh, I'm now like obsessive with flossing. <laughs> yeah. And they were saying, "Wow, your teeth looks." You know why too? Because during the pandemic, it was if I can't go see a dentist because I can't wear a mask and they can't wear a mask, uh, I need to take care of my fucking teeth, and that was a, a thing that, that I focused on. Yeah. So that helped really pick it up. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, there, there's going to be a, a lot of things that we take with us into old age from these oh, yeah. past few years yeah, yeah. and probably the next couple of years because we're not there yet. But continue. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you were talking no, about how this is it. our generational thing. This is our thing. This is before the Before the next war. Yeah. And then it's going to maybe be that. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Russia we, hits the big button. We Putin, might have a few Putin, things. Putin hits the big button and then it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Nuclear, nuclear fallout. And then yeah, save war. the aluminum. We're working out in uh, masks. Jesus <laughs> in Christ. Coming inside, taking them off. I, the first <laughs> the first real life situation that you paint for us is we're still working out in this world. F- fuck you, we're still working out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm spending time with my family. I'm not coming over here on Thursdays. I just, you can take a break now. It's the nuclear apocalypse. I just instinctively said that. We're working out in gas masks with our plasma rifles shooting the shooting the giant rats that roam the streets now. Gotta get those squats in. Gotta get real juicy today. My God. Anyway. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think twenty twenty three is going to be like? Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, what do I think twenty twenty three is going to be like? Um, Giant rats. <laughs> well, to be honest, I think twenty twenty three is going to be domestically volatile. Okay, I think from a financial market standpoint, it's getting more volatile and less because in COVID it was just it was just a free fall and it was just okay everything's fucking tanking crashing economy blah blah blah, blah. but we it's gotta, all going in we got to get back to work yeah and i was like oh we're back to work so everything must be going up and then i was like ah, let's have a war in ukraine <laughs> and <laughs> let's have a potential world war uh so everything kind of went back down again um and then the federal government's all about like countering inflation with rising rates and blah 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 blah, blah, blah and the stock market and tesla and all this stupid shit so I feel like it's going to be volatile from a financial standpoint, um, not individually, but we're already feeling the squeeze. How much have you heard about price of living increases and yeah. supply sur- supply costs and all this other stuff going up? Um, they've been predicting a food shortage for a while. Mm. They've been predicting a coffee bean uh, impact. They've been predicting flour, rice, 
uh, like the you know the just the essentials yeah that, that people the building all, blocks of that, yeah that, food of all over the all over the the world with all yeah. the different countries. Um, that's what they're saying, and they've been predicting, and it hasn't happened yet. Mm. So maybe it's not going to happen. But um, I think it. I, I personally think, in my very limited experience and understanding of the world, I think a lot of 2023 is going to hinge on Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, I think it's going to hinge on that because if Russia stays, I don't think anything improves. Nothing can globally improve as long as Russia stays. If Russia pulls back, I think we'll see a huge swing of how well the uh, the the standards of living will be. Yeah. Um, the worst case scenario is things escalate. Yeah. That's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, let's say like there is that big scare with the uh, with fucking with Poland. I thought you were gonna say Scotland. No, Poland, where there there was the. Uh, expected missile explosions in poland and people went what <laughs> missiles landed in poland because mm. that of course signifies an attack in a nato country yeah uh what is it section five i think um that poland could be like i need help Boop. and then everybody has to get involved get in yeah uh but thankfully i think that was just like no it was just people screwed up like allied forces screwed up shooting a missile that's oops <laughs> yeah, oopsie doopsies we it landed in poland land um that was but that was, I remember, because it didn't happen that long ago. Yeah. I was freaking out. Like, this is it. This is it. Yeah. This, like, that's the, this is the big thing. If, but then it wasn't. And then it alarm. wasn't, thankfully. But that was a huge flare up of concern. Yeah. Of just, like, remember when Hawaii accidentally hit the, no, this is not a test. This is real. We're all going to die. Yeah. Alert system. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Holy shit. I, and that's the famous Jim Carrey thing. Uh, I think Jim Carrey was in Hawaii and his, he had his, this experience of how he went to the ocean and he accepted death. Oh, because of all that? The, oh, yeah, because the... he was stuck there and he got a message on the phone saying, you're about to get nuked. This is not a test in all bold. <laughs> 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 and he was just, well, okay. And I think he said he, I think he said he said goodbye to his family and stuff like that. He went to the ocean. And he made peace with, with dying. And that changed him. Huh. He does seem different these days. <laughs> He really does. Have you seen like interviews of him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like fuck all of this. <laughs> he went through an experience of accepting his death, right? Yeah, and I, I think that was. No, I'm not saying I went through that when it was fucking. Oh, are we going to world war? Yeah. No. But that was a very real because a world war. Like right now, we're we're on the brink of it, right? Mm. We're on the line of nobody wants to declare it because of the implications of what that does, right? But we're there. All the ingredients are in the pot. You just got to turn it on. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. So it's, we're just sitting here, we're just waiting, we yeah. could just empty the pot out, but nobody wants to do that. We all put, put all this work and investment into these ingredients in the pot. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So for me, I'm, I don't know, fearful, anxious, 2023. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Fearful. How about you? Cool. I wish I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> were you going to say hopeful, happy, excited, big changes, positive things? I hope to get a house this year, maybe get married. <laughs> I mean, me too. I, I hope I'm going to. I hope I'm going to get a house too. Yeah. I, uh, no, I don't know. I like, I feel like everybody's like, we were ready for 2020 and 2021 to be over. I think we're ready for 2022 to be over, but this one feels like the end of 2020. 
Like it feels like 2020 is about to be over and we could start like we're on our way back to normal. I'm like quadruple vaxxed or something now. And like people just kind of get COVID now and just stay home. And I know like it's still lethal for some people, but uh, it's like less so, I think. It's like it's it's just the flu that we have. It's, we have two flus every year now. We got the COVID that's just going to adapt every year, and then we got the flu that's going to adapt every year. So get two shots. You're going to be sore. Whatever. Fucking deal with it. Get a mask. Don't come into work if you're sick. Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then yeah, apparently the uh, the economy's good. That bubble's going to pop. So houses are going to become affordable. Might get a house. Uh, might start working on some projects. Might do a little bit of soul searching. I've been feeling just really like I need a change. Like recently. an ayahuasca journey, you mean? Maybe. I okay. did. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, at Thanksgiving, I had a really long conversation with my uncle, okay. who in the last like ten years, five five years, has just gotten really into drugs. <laughs> so like, <laughs> he does mushrooms all the time. He's done DMT like three or four times. Okay, so those aren't drugs. Those are psychedelics. Those are plants. DMT. Mm-hmm. I think he has like synthesized DMT. DMT is really just a, a veggie soup. Really? Technically, tea. But you smoke it. Uh, no. Technically, DMT is what you get when you drink ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. But yes. it can be an ayahuasca. Well, DMT is actually the literal DMT is the chemical your brain sedu- produces when you die. Right. That is the literal but thing then of DMT. People have synthesized it, and I'm pretty sure you smoke it. Oh, okay. I was going off of the you know the whole vegan mother Gaia. No, like the ayahuasca, ayahuasca DMT has DMT in it. That's what they I also thought. have okay. like a powdered DMT or whatever. Oh, like so smoke. you're talking about okay? So that's not okay. Yeah, no, he drugs. straight up like went drugs. to outer space. Okay, <laughs> like, drugs. Yeah, drugs. Uh, and he was just telling me a bunch of experiences like that and like his uh, his like journeys with that and how he thinks it's really cool. And then at the end, he was like, you know, like. I, I invite people over all the time. I've met friends. I've had friends come over and try it. I've met friends online. And I'm kind of like known as like the guy who hosts those. So if you ever want to come over sometime. And I was like, oh, wow, thank you. That's very nice of you. But in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, so there's my like in. <laughs> like, I don't need to Google this so now. Here's, I could just hit up my uncle. <laughs> so I went through a huge phase of, of, of actively considering an ayahuasca journey. I remember that. Yeah. That was like a couple of years ago. Yeah, we we were working together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the thing was, is that my biggest fear about it wasn't the experience. It was the after effects. My fear of it is that I find an enlightenment to the fact that everything I've done in my life has been a waste. Mm. And the journey I'm on is false. Mm. And the impact of the abrupt change that I would want to make would be very large scale sure like let, let's say hypothetically you found out your true calling and purpose was to i don't know um become a survival teacher in colorado sure nothing wrong with that if anything that sounds very peaceful yeah but the but impact of my what friends and family behind there you go and, that's yeah. that's what i'm saying like and then if you don't do it you'll be living with the fact that you know what your true calling is that you are ignoring. This is a very interesting moral question. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Yes. You don't even know, maybe, if no. if you have a true calling that's out there. Are you comfortable with that? There you, maybe go. you do. There you go. <laughs> maybe you do have this. Maybe you are supposed to be a survival teacher in Colorado, which, by the way, I love that for you. <laughs> uh, for me? Yeah, not so much me, but... Well, are we talking, like, survival, like, grow out dreadlocks and live in the woods? 
Yeah. <laughs> Barefoot? Yeah. No, I... <laughs> You, I want you to like, all right, this is how you prepare an MRE in case of a nuclear <laughs> winter <laughs> and shit like that. Um, this is how you work out with a gas mask on. <laughs> now you're going to want to take a lot of deep breaths before you get suited up. Um, but what if there is something out there and you're just depriving yourself of that experience and you don't even have the choice That's to the know thing. what's out there or That's not. The th- so, so there's like gates you have to hard. pass through. It's hard. I, back when we were working together at this time frame, I spoke to a stranger that I was helping and she told me she was ecstatic. I was helping her take care of some things and she said, I'm super excited. And I said, why? What do you do? She said, I just quit my job of being a high level executive for this company I won't name down in New York City. And I said, oh, uh, congratulations, as long as that was your choice. And she said, yes, it was my choice. I am going to be a uh, she's a yoga teacher at Sick. a studio that she's co-founding. Sick. And I said, that's awesome. That's a very drastic change of your day-to-day. She said, yes, I realized a while ago what I truly love to do, and that is yoga, and that is helping people maximize what they get out of yoga. And I also realized I couldn't do it if I just quit. But I knew if I invested another five years in my career, I would have enough money where I could safely get into it. Okay, so and she did that. This is my We're fifth meeting year her after the fifth yes, year. This is, and that's what she said. And she said, "And this is this is it. Like I'm I'm done. So okay, this is my setup for my post uh, corporate lifestyle. Fuck yeah. And this is my big uh, like retirement corporate retirement buy." For me to get set up, for me to live my life as a co-owner of uh, a yoga studio where I can help teach and maintain. I would, like, ask to hug this person. Like, <laughs> congratulations. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, I was super excited. I said, that's so awesome that you found that. That's so great that you that you know what you want and you're going for it. That's, that's super admirable. And she, she, she was very thankful and she, and she went about her day. And I hope she's still very successful in doing that. But I really hope so. That's a positive experience of being able to well hold on did she do ayahuasca to find this no but did she just do some soul searching that's a positive experience of knowing the answer yeah yeah and that's my point ayahuasca may give you answers that you're not ready for or that you want yeah well here's the thing like if you're so drawn to that if you if you find that there's something that you're drawn to more than the life you have now is it that bad to go for it well, this goes back to my point of the impact that it could have. Yeah. But what if it's so good that it outweighs the impact that it could have? That's like the whole thing, right? And if, if you decide to not take that leap, then that means like, oh, that would be really great. Okay. But I prefer to keep what I have here. Okay. So let's put it in, let's put it in terms that will directly impact you. <laughs> let's say you find out that you uh, never want to be in a relationship because your true happiness is being single. And you're engaged. Yeah. And I hope your fiance is not listening because, of course, this isn't true. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this okay, bullshit. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Um, but imagine that. Again, to your point, that would be the elevated, like, that yeah. is the happiness. But then you do have the impact that you have to go through of, like, hey, so we're engaged. And I do love you still. But I did just do some drugs. <laughs> but I did just find and realize that my true soul cannot be free if I'm in a relationship. So I need to not marry you 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just that's a very silly example. No, no, it's but, not. Because when you were saying this, what if there's this huge life shakeup? That was the first thing I thought of. That is, oh, my, okay. that is my current okay. nightmare. Because oh, okay. <laughs> that would be my worst case. When you scenario. find out you truly don't love somebody, too. What if it was a complete horrible twist of, like, oh, I don't actually love you? But here, like, so here's which the thing. I don't think would happen. Right. But I don't think that would happen either. That to me right now, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> but me on the other side of that, that's your new truth. So, yeah. like, here's what's it, this is going to sound horrible coming out of my mouth. But if that is the way I felt on the other side of that, I would consider pursuing it. And whatever decision I make, I know that that's the true decision. If I really decide so strongly that it is to jump ship. Whatever the repercussions are, I feel stronger about jumping ship. And if I choose not to, then I know that even though maybe I had this thought, I prefer to stay here and that is my choice and I make peace with it. Here's the one asterisk to that, though. What if this moment of clarity is only clear to you for the next three months and then all of a sudden all of that clarity fades? Because, <laughs> and then I take the blue pill. <laughs> because the high of the DMT is gone mm. and the clarity from the DMT is gone. And now you, I'm not saying it's horrible if you have to do another hit of DMT, but now all of a sudden you're in a reverse cycle, mm. right? You ever, you ever, um, I, I don't, I forget the actual term, but like if you imagine if right now us doing this podcast, yeah, right? Like you told me about a dream you had. Yes. <laughs> when you were, it, with Washington Capitals, OV, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all this other stuff. <laughs> um, essentially, imagine if you were in a reverse situation where this is your dream. Uh, what? Right now, this isn't you being awake. Okay. This is a dream. Yeah. And you at the Capitals game. Yeah. That's actually you being awake. Okay. It's the flip. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're saying what if we're all dreaming right now? Well... I'm saying take that concept, though, but then you put it into that situation of having to constantly hit DMT every three months to be like, no, my decision is right. This is the decision I love. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. You know, and that's why it's so it's it's so that's why I have so much so much anxiety about it, because I don't know the impacts of it. That's that's the other thing. You may have done more research into this than I have, but I haven't really heard many stories of people doing it and then just changing their life. I hear a lot of people have a different outlook on life and they think differently about life, but there's no like, aha, this is the wrong thing. Um, it's been tested a lot. Same thing with psilocybin's for addicts. Yeah. And there are people that are having life-changing experiences with it. Because of the way they think about stuff. Like It's, it's the way they perceive it. It's yeah. literally changing their perception of, oh, I'm addicted to alcohol. And then they do this and then they go, my perception of alcohol has changed completely. Yeah. And they stop touching it. Interesting. Yeah. It's like a, a switch was flipped. Yeah. Because they saw a higher entity or they saw different states of beings that told them through different dimensions of what the truth of alcohol was to them. And then they saw the truth. Yeah. I uh, My uncle was telling me about his DMT trip. Oh, what did he say? He uh, has never been a religious guy. Okay. Um, but DMT made him religious. But oh. not in the way that you'd expect. Okay. <laughs> Stay tuned. Okay. Um, he said that he, his vision was that he saw God, but God was this infinitely large orb, like a sphere. And he... Like Earth? 
I guess. Just a big circle. I'm picturing like a chrome circle. Just like a big ball of like mercury liquid. Mercury metal or something like that. Yeah. And he was like a tendril sticking way off. And he uh, he's like, wow, that's me. And then he saw trillions of tendrils coming off of this god ball. And he in the vision, what these were, were every living thing on the planet. And he was like overwhelmed with the thought of how minuscule and insignificant he was. And like everything was just kind of flowing in harmony. It was like this just like mm-hmm. koosh ball of like everything is peaceful, but like tr- an overwhelming trillions amount of these tendrils. And then he imagined his little tendril being plucked out of trillions and then it set into motion this chaos and all of a sudden everything was uneasy and like nothing was right and even though there's one little piece missing everything is being thrown off and it's all chaos and then he plugged his tendril back in and everything kind of calmed down and started going at the flow so even though he's like infinitely small and insignificant he's like holding the whole thing together and he matters he's like all part of this big system and the thing that's controlling all of it is this god orb (laughs) and i was like damn that's cool like there's no way you could consciously think that but he came out the other side not believing in a being but believing in like a center of it all kind of thing it makes me think of rick and morty okay like what specifically the dan when dan Harmon explained uh the idea i think was he was doing commentary for the episode where they buried themselves Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah. And he was saying and explaining how on a zoomed out enough scale, of course, nothing matters. Yeah. Right. Like, of course, you can zoom out infinitely until nothing matters because of this sheer size of of everything. Yeah, exactly. But when you zoom in and you, the closer you get, the closer you see just the immediate connections that you have. Mm-hmm. And he was relating it to how in that moment, Rick was on the wide scale of this doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. And Morty was on the very individual scale the of macro scale. I'm yeah. burying myself, a copy of myself in the this backyard. This is fucked up, yeah. And then he, and then Morty switches to Rick's view. And that's when the next time this happens, Morty's telling Summer, hey, I buried my dead body in the backyard. Just come watch TV, right? <laughs> yeah. just, just, just forget it. Fuck yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. And how he now has the ability to see mm-hmm, that connection. Mm-hmm. But then it's funny because that's when Rick switches. And that's when Rick starts doing things because he cares about his family. Yeah. Even though he knows his family doesn't matter because, A, there's infinite families. There's infinite realities. Mm-hmm. There's infinite dimensions. And on a wide enough scale, none of it actually matters. Yeah, but he's here and this is what's around him. It's all just happenstance and occurrences yeah. and, and anomalies and everything that just appear and disappear. But yeah, exactly. But mm. in the immediate, in the now, he says, I care about my daughter. I care yeah. about my grandson, yeah. right? All that shit. And that's that's the dichotomy yeah. of their relationship. Yeah. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. So you gonna do it? I don't think so. No. I mean not I don't I have no plans to. Mm. Um but then he was also talking about uh like mushrooms and psilocybin and things like that. And I think mushrooms just got legalized in Washington. Somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington, and Colorado, Colorado or something and like that. someplace else, I think. Yeah. Is it Oregon? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Some other place. I don't know. I I was shocked when I saw it. I went, that that state's okay with mushrooms? They were just like (laughs) fine with it. And Mississippi. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No. Um, Yeah, he 
he does mushrooms like once every two months or something like that. Um, like microdosing or just fucking just munching on a mushroom, <laughs> just <laughs> sliming a couple down. Um, okay. But uh, he has a couple friends over and he always, they always like take turns being like the, the watcher or whatever, like the, the your chaperone, the guide, the guide, whatever. Yeah. Someone to like the take care of you. Make sure everybody's like safe. Yeah. Uh, and he just told me a bunch of stories about it and it sounds really interesting. And like, he seems like the same old uncle, cool, funny, goofy guy, uh, nice, calm, um, but like more calm and more go at the flow and more peaceful Peaceful. and more just like he, like here, like he's, he's here, he's in the moment. There's a whole conversation to be had and I don't know what the name of it is, but it's essentially about us accepting our deaths. Whoa. And it's, it's like. There's, uh, uh, I forget who brought it up. It's like some old, some old philosopher, but basically we are in daily torment of our lives Mm -hmm. because of the fact that we know we only exist for a period of time Mm -hmm. and we do not find peace until the final moments because that's when we finally accept our actual fate that we knew all along. So the idea is, um, and, and it's funny because the, 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 the examples thrown are just, like shitty people that you deal with and it's kind of just like it's essentially everything is built up fear and and um intolerance to our fates Mm. our acceptance of fate and it's only when you accept fate you find peace Mm. and the idea was that's why when you find people who are uh um cognizant in their final like final phase of their life they're very like zen <laughs> zen easy going lay yeah. back don't worry dear it's okay like they, they they're very much like that and it's yeah. because they've finally tackled the mountain that's impossible to climb yeah and they've climbed it yeah they climbed it in their mind yeah and they're there because not because they did some kind of spiritual thing but i mean perhaps that's what assisted them up the mountain but they essentially ascended ascended into a state of understanding their mm. their life yeah. Right? Very, very interesting. Neat. It's yeah. very neat. But it sounds like to me that's what uh well that's what the monthly mushrooms do. It's <laughs> it's it's kinda it's kinda helping that ascent for, of understanding. For him, what he was saying about that is that it just helps him come to terms with whatever's going on in his life. Like currently, like man, this is a very personal episode. You don't have to get into personal details. My, uh, one of my relatives was recently put into hospice, which is like mm-hmm. a bummer, but like he recently like came to terms with that. And it yes. is like, this is a bar of life and blah, 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 mortality and stuff like that. And I, yeah. I, th- I think personally, and I've, and I, it's just because of my experience over the holidays with my family, it's, it made me realize just how difficult life is. And it's weird how we, um, we're not very considerate of each other for that. Yeah. We're not very considerate of what people go through. Complete strangers, what they're dealing with. I've actually gotten good because I stopped driving as much. I think I've gotten <laughs> a little bit better. With when people are speeding, I'm just thinking, why are you speeding so much? Then I think, just go around me. Go. You must be you you must have somebody who needs you. Yeah. You must be late to something that's important. Go. Because you yeah. have something, on. or you're dealing with some anxiety about going so slow, or something. Yeah, like, I don't know what it is, but just go around me. Shit. Stop riding my ass. It's fine. Just speed around me. Like, yeah. I'll let you go. I'm not trying to ruin your day. Yeah, but it's it's about understanding. Like it's so hard. Life is so difficult. Yeah, like it's so not easy in yeah. any way. And it's 
And I just don't understand why all of our systems are put in place not to make it easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, oh, you had a kid? Fucking, you better work harder to no. get a raise to put your kid in daycare. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's like nothing there yeah. to make it easier. It's There's nothing there to make it more convenient for us to go, go through things. We almost, and I think that's why there's a huge, especially here in the States, there's a huge mindset of, you know, like, no, my nose is on the grindstone and I tighten my bootstraps and I go to fucking work and I don't complain. And it's because, yeah, because you, you can't. The system doesn't let you. Yeah. If you don't do it, you suffer. Yeah. So you have to just keep doing it. Yeah. And that's why there's this weird mentality of just working yourself to the bone. Yeah. Right? Because the system is designed to make you do that. It's not designed for you to get by in any way. And it's just... Anyways. This episode has been weirdly deep. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. (laughs) It's been very reflective. I think it's because it's the end of the year. Yeah. It's the the end of the year. We'll, uh, We'll see what it holds. Hopefully, a little bit of Avatar 2. <laughs> Ooh, yes, yes. We have that, hopefully. Oh, we're, yeah. Th- that's what we got to do. We got to do that. Don't don't forget buy to remind tickets. me. Yes, we'll yeah. do it here before we... We're going to go see it on Tuesday for cheapy... XD3D. Cheapy cheap tickets, XD3D, and the place that we go to that's in the middle of our houses. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week for sure. Yes. Um, You wrote down the word reactions. Reactions. It's above Avatar? Question mark. Reactions? Oh, that was me. Yeah, Never I was going to say, wait, what? I don't know what that means. Reactions. What? I didn't do Reactions. That. I'm going to delete that one. Okay. Uh, 2023. <laughs> we you did. wrote that. We just we covered that one. Yep. Um, this one is called The Fuck Tommy. Yep. Is this like a question? Like, what the fuck, Tommy? Or is it a specific Tommy that is the fuck Tommy? Uh, it is specific to the fuck Tommy. Like there's the shit Tommy, yes. the smart Tommy, the f- tall Tommy, yes. the fuck Tommy. <laughs> yes. Do you know what Tommy I'm referring to? The fuck Tommy. The fuck Tommy. Let me let me say it the way I I've, I've, I've meant to word it when yeah. I wrote it down. The fuck Tommy? Question mark? Yeah. Like what the fuck Tommy? In a way. Okay. No, Almost explain. there, but I don't know there. what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Green Power Ranger. <laughs> okay. Actor's name is Tommy something. Right? Is he? No, that's the character's name. Oh, the character's name is Tommy. Yeah. Actor's name is Dan, Danny something. I, think it I don't was know. Dave. Whatever. Yeah. He passed away, unfortunately. Oh, sad. Recently? Uh, last, I think, no. I think 2019. Okay. He passed away. So, so elaborate. What's, what's going on uh, with the Green Power Ranger? Did you, did you, uh, did you grow up watching Power Rangers? No. I just wasn't into it. I did not like the aesthetic of it and the, all right, we're here. Let's do karate at the robot. (laughs) That's how I know you're so much younger than me. Yeah. That was a huge thing for me. It was around. I had a lot of friends who were into the Power Rangers. I just, I okay, they were in spandex and motorcycle helmets. You didn't like fighting. That's... That's very gentle of you. I, yeah, I, yes, I, can I was a that. gentle little boy. I can appreciate that. And I liked more fantasy things. Okay. And like kids being kids cartoons. Like okay. Dexter's Lab, Kids Next Door, Ed, Ed and Eddie. You didn't, you didn't like that. We have to power up Megazord. No. It's Morphin Time. I also did not like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Dragon Ball Z until I was in, I think, uh, middle school. Okay. Took yeah. me a while to get into it. I thought it was goofy. I liked uh, I liked Lord of the Rings. 
<laughs> I liked Harry Potter. I liked uh, cartoons. I liked uh, shows that were fantastical or mystical in some way. I can't think of any off the top of my head. But So you don't know the story about Tommy? No. Okay. The fuck Tommy. <laughs> well, in case you didn't know, the green Power Ranger. Well, you know the original Power Rangers, right? Green, black, red, blue, pink, yellow. Yes. Did I nail it? Uh, you had Billy, Jason, Kelly, Kim, Zach. Yeah. Five. Five. So one of those colors I said wasn't in there. Correct. You have uh, red, blue, black, pink, yellow. No green? Tommy's the green power. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Green's, green's the, the... Does green get added later? Yes. Okay. Got so it. in case you didn't know... Um, the story of the Green Power Ranger was you have the original five Power Rangers. Yeah. And, uh, Tommy was a new kid at school. Yeah. And Tommy was actually, uh, do you know who Rita is? No. Okay. Rita is the villain. She's a sorceress on the moon. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know shit about Power Rangers and I love that I'm learning it right now. I did not expect that tonight, but that's fucking awesome. Rita is a That's my favorite sentence of the day. Rita is the villain. She's the sorceress on the moon. Yeah, she's a sorceress on the moon. And she casts a spell on Tommy and imbues him with powers of the Green Ranger. Yeah. Which allows him to do what the other Power Rangers do. Okay. Um, so it allows him to get into the same base that they exist in. Okay. It gives him the same ability to power up and morph into the Green Ranger off of being a human. Are these Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Yes. Okay. Um. And then it also uh, allows him to uh, he can he can grow by the power of Rita. So when they assemble the Megazord, which is all of their animals coming together, uh, all their animal machines coming They're together, like Voltron thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's able to grow as well, um, but just not as a machine, but as a person, thanks to the evil sorcery of Rita. But long story short, uh, the Green Power Ranger came into Power Rangers not up front. So, in other words, Power Rangers, the show, was for a while just the five Power Rangers protecting Earth. Yeah. Right? Protecting Earth from Rita and all of her attempts to take over Earth. And then the Green Power Ranger came along. And the Green Power Ranger came in and uh, sabotaged their base because he was able to get in as the disguise of being a Power Ranger. So, he's like a villain or he's under control by a villain. Yes. He's a villain. He's 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 Loki. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The green one. Yeah. (laughs) He's Loki. Yeah. Um... And then he fights the Power Rangers and he kicks their ass. Now, the Power Rangers, the five of them, don't know that the green Power Ranger is Tommy from school. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because Secret identity. He's secret identity. And they start getting inclinations of, hey, Tommy's really good at martial arts class. And Tommy's kicking our ass in martial arts class. <laughs> like, in, in school? Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. So, I remember martial arts class in school. <laughs> yeah. Um, so stuff like that is is happening. And eventually they they come they find and find out and fight and all this other shit but um i thought this would be a deeper topic because i assumed you were into power rangers but i'm into it now i didn't know that power rangers is on youtube oh so i'm just finding the old school 90s copies of 20 minute episodes of power rangers yeah and let me tell you something watching these episodes again i it's 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 weird how it's coming back to me of how much i watched it yeah um, like you're remembering specific scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I don't want to, I guess, spoiler alert for Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's fine. Tom- 
I'll allow it this once. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, actually, I don't know if I want to ruin it. Are you going to end up watching it? I no? um, uh, Let me think about it. No, I am okay. not. Uh, Tommy ends up being a good guy. Oh. oh. The, spell <laughs> the fan is, favorite, I believe. So. <laughs> the spell is broken, and he disappears. Oh. And they assume he's dead because yeah. of Rita's magic. How long does he disappear for? I think it's a season. Uh, damn. Okay. Yeah. They commit to it. Or at the very least, half a season. It's yeah. not like the next episode. And he's Tommy's not, back. He's, he's like, not in no. school anymore. No. Wow. And everybody's like, what happened to Tommy? Oh, you didn't hear? He oh, went he fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> like he moved or whatever. Uh, but long story short, he returns as the White Ranger. Whoa. So I'm sure you've seen the White Ranger with the black and gold crest. Yeah. Lit as hell. Yeah. That's the Tommy. <laughs> that's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. So Tommy returned. Um, Same actor. Yep. Good for him. And he... And he's like, it's he takes off the helmet. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> that sounds hype as hell. <laughs> and there's that fog. It's, it's like the Gandalf return, where it was all white, yeah. like so you couldn't see. They met someone they did not expect. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't uh, see who it was when the helmet came off because the white light. Oh my And they're God. all like, <laughs> they, all, they all have their hands up to be able to see who it is, and you have the white fog, and then he steps forward, and then it's Tommy. That's so cool. And they're all just Tommy, and and like they're all they're happy, and I think Kim fainted. Um, because <laughs> girls, Kimberly, yeah, uh, uh, the Pink Power Ranger fainted. Um, yeah, wow. but yeah, it was it was. Uh, but anyways, my my whole thing was um, I was gonna try to reminisce with you about the whole situation of what the fuck, Tommy, because he comes in and kicks their ass for like half a season. Yeah, <laughs> I think more than half a season. I think all of all of that season is just Green Ranger kicking their ass. He just whoops their fucking ass. Just. <laughs> Just beats the shit out of them. Yeah. Every fight. Uh, and I was going to talk about it, but we won't go too much deeper because you haven't even seen it. So. Well, I do know a little bit about it because when I used to work at GameStop, uh, there were two co-workers who were obsessed with Power Rangers and the Japanese show that Power Rangers was based, based on. Of, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, you, it sounds like yeah. you know the story. It's a completely Japanese show. Yes. They took all the scenes where they're in the suits. Yeah. And they dub over them. Yes. Completely change what they're talking about. Yeah. And then they write in all the American that we go to school and we wear green hoodies because yeah. I'm the Green Ranger yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shit like that. They make this whole completely different show just using cobbled together footage of them fighting in the suits and the Megazord and That's stuff so like that. That's so smart. It's so cool. It's so smart. I just never gave a shit about it. Also, the power, the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger movie, the yeah. first one, was a fucking banger. <laughs> it was a fucking banger, dude. Yeah. It's good it's like a perfect 90s movie that's awesome it's awesome it was a little bit more intense than, than the tv shows the production value was obviously higher mm -hmm. but they didn't lose the actual theme of power rangers the show and i was watching like a docuseries about it and the people behind it were talking about how it was a huge problem with the studio because they were saying we want to do a movie yeah a movie movie style and they were saying and and uh, sabin yeah. S-A-B-A-N, the company that owns the brand, they were saying, we don't want you to destroy the show yeah. by blowing it on a movie. Yeah. And the movie is so different, it alienates the show. Mm. We want it to be still tied together. Yeah. So they did a lot of work to tie it together, and it worked. Interesting. And holy shit, was that a good movie. That's cool. I still, I'm getting goosebumps. You literally, <laughs> I can see them from here. That is because insane. Because I'm remembering scenes of the, of the ooze, like the purple ooze, and all the toys, and just, oh my gosh, it was so fucking good. Also, speaking of toys, Power Rangers was a cat 
cash cow for merchandising. Oh, it was so good. The t-shirts, the lunchboxes, the backpacks, the toys, the helmets, the Halloween costumes. Dude, but also think about the fact that back then there was no video game internet thing, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, early 90s. Yeah. It yeah. was, it, kids weren't pining for a phone case. They were pining for toys. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess, I guess kids still do, right? The toy industry is still a, a, a profitable industry. For sure. But for sure. For a wider range of kids back then. Yeah. 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 So it was fucking huge. That's wild. Yeah. Good stuff. So man. where does the, what is the reference to the fuck, Tommy? The fact that he was just whooping their asses for a season? Or the yeah. Like, <laughs> like, just, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. Just because so, he, he was never the main, he, I mean, he was, but he would never just be trying to terrorize the Power Rangers. He would just come in and fuck him up. He would be sent on a mission by Moon Goddess. Yes. So yeah. the Power Rangers would be fighting, uh, the fighting off uh, like Rita's goblins that got sent in. <laughs> And they would be fighting him off. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I remember the, one of the scenes where she sent an elite squad of uh, like monkey goons and they had metal fists. <laughs> yeah. And so every time they punched um, and they had to block, they were hurting themselves Ugh. because these, these, these goons were so armored up and they were just, we got to get out of here. And then Tommy appears. Uh, obviously, I'm sorry. The Green Ranger appears. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to fuck so you. Spoilers. I'm going to fuck you all up. And just kicks the sh- And they're like, oh, my God, it's Tommy. Or, it's, oh, my God, it's a great power range. So it's just, <laughs> it's like this whole thing of, it's it was never just like a one-on-one off the bat. It yeah. was usually, we're doing a thing and we're helping people. And then, oh, shit, we're about to get our shit fucked up. And then he just comes in and fucks them <laughs> yeah, up. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's the power rangers. Plan. I'm sent here to destroy you. And it was... <laughs> I do miss the very exaggerated movements that I would see. Well, here's the funny thing. I was watching this recently yeah. on YouTube, like the, the original show, <laughs> and I realized it's like that because of exactly what Tom Holland said. Tom Holland said how yeah. he acts when he's Spider-Man is he has to over-exaggerate. Way over-exaggerate. Yeah, the physical motions because he cannot communicate non-verbally because yeah. you can't see his face. Yeah, exactly. And the Power Rangers are wearing blacked-out bicycle helmets. Yeah. So you can't see anybody's face. Like when, if Spider-Man were to nod no, you'd barely see it. If, yeah. if Peter Parker were to nod no, you'd be like, okay, cool. That's subtle and nice. But Spider-Man has to be like, <laughs> yeah. to and get that's why no when, across. And that's why when they run up to each other, they're just, we have to worry about that thing. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Nodding with your whole torso. Yeah, just, just, yeah that's right. <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> I will say, Way over exaggerated. <laughs> I think Tom Holland found found a perfect balance. Yeah, I think he found the perfect balance. They, they way over fucking exa- Tommy. <laughs> they way over exaggerated it. And those were the Japanese actors. Yeah, so even more. So it's like that kind of yeah Japanese style of filmmaking. Even more so, yeah. And just um, I still remember all of it. Just it's it's more for time. And then this the electric guitar kicks in like the eighties electric guitar kicks in. <laughs> Really good. Anyways, amazing. I'm Sorry. glad you had that. How how much of it did you watch? Do you think? Oh, I I think I watched maybe eight episodes. Full? Yeah. <laughs> you watched like three hours of Power Rangers. <laughs> it's good. It's, Power Rangers was a very culturally they were huge. Yeah, they were a huge part of culture. I was definitely like not the status quo for not liking it and not watching it yeah it was beyond mainstream it was a huge thing in sense of just it was a part of like it's morphin time yeah is a thing yeah that exactly. people know what you mean yeah and megazord 
is a reference that people use, right? Yeah, exactly. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, even like today, like people talking about like throwbacks and nostalgia stuff, like Megazord and stuff like that come up. Like, ah, that's the big robot that's like Optimus Prime and like Voltron, but not. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's yeah. the one I don't know about. But yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, yeah, it's so cool. That's very cool. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, the next thing you have written down here yes. is internet friends and street smarts. Yes. What's that? Okay. How do I want to phrase this? Do you have internet only friends? Internet people only you never IRL'd. Ooh, uh, let me see. That's one. That's one, two. We'll call that two. Um, three. Definitely a three. Yeah, I do. Okay, so this all stems from uh, a, f- a former podcast guest, uh, our friend TK. Yeah. Who um he was going he was actually going to uh, yesterday go up to see some internet friends IRL for the first time. I love those videos. What the? What? We've been friends. Uh, we met in Halo eight years ago, and we've been best friends ever <laughs> since. So we're meeting each other in person for the first time. Yeah, right. He's like, oh, dude, come here." Oh. <laughs> literally never met before, and they're like bro hugging. Yeah. Um. So they were gonna meet, but because of the uh, the weather, they ended up canceling the trip because it was gonna be a ski trip. Uh, but I kept joking with him. I was just, you better be careful. He was like, well, I got to be careful. I trust, I trust them. I'm like, you think that, but then you're going to get training day. And I don't, okay. Do you know the training? I've day? never seen training day. I know. Let's move past it. Go ahead. What's the nostalgia? No, I'm saying that on behalf of all the fans listening who haven't seen training day. <laughs> so explain to the fans via me what that reference means. I know, of course, but explain to the fans. <laughs> Well, no spoiler alert for the movie Training Day. You could spoil it. I've definitely seen it. <laughs> well, no spoiler alerts for Training Day, but I've referenced the scene with the uh, the Latin gang. Oh, right. And I'll just leave it at that. Sure. So for those who haven't seen Training Day, who will be seeing Training Day soon because it's one of the greatest movies of all time, <laughs> uh, they will get to that scene and go, oh, shit. Yeah. Holy fuck. And then they'll understand why it's hilarious that I'm joking that that's the... Okay. Got it. You're going to get training day. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can't wait to find out what that means. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was just joking about it. And he was just saying, what, you don't trust, uh, you don't trust them. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't not trust them, but I also don't fully trust them. I don't, I don't know these people. I've yeah. never met them. I don't. It's human. You've never met them. Yeah. Don't know them. I don't know. I'm always wary. And he was, and he was kind of surprised at it. And I was saying, well, let's have a conversation about the fact that in the era that I grew up in, it was, you know, um, all about street smarts and cyber smarts and being yeah. safe online and protecting your identity and and not being really you online because you don't want to have any traceable information and sure. all this other stuff, which is all very good things to do yeah. still, I think. Um, but just the way he was talking, I was thinking, I think you and I were raised in different mindsets about the Internet, yeah. not just anything else but yeah specifically the internet i think we were raised in very different uh guidelines and mindsets for the internet yeah um and i wanted to know your experience with it and what your guidelines for the internet is yes so i definitely agree with what you said okay not knowing tk very well but i think you were raised in a very generally wary household (laughs) i think you've told me stories of you've heard a noise outside and you have gotten a knife and crouched on the ground and peeked through the blinds. I've never done that. 
<laughs> we were, I, I think my family was in an appropriate middle ground for like stranger danger safety. Speaking of the, the home videos that I just found, there's one called Kid Print. Uh, it's like this thing that the, the town I grew up in did where you went there and they recorded you oh, yeah. saying like, my name is Christopher. I am seven years old. <laughs> I have a birthmark on my forehead and, uh, I have a friend. My eyes are blue. I'm this tall and stuff like that. Uh, I live at this address and they just get you talking. So it's like, this is what this kid is like. This is what they sound like. This is what they're into. Blah, 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 in case you ever get kidnapped. So my parents did that kind of shit. Uh, I never did that. It, 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 we only did it twice. We did it in 2000 and 2002. Uh, it was, I was older then. Yeah. I was beyond the kidnapping age. Yeah. I wasn't was attractive like anymore. A, a <laughs> <laughs> and we got some VHS tapes to take home. Uh, that we can, if we ever get kidnapped, we could give to the news. Okay. And it was like, my name is Christopher. Christopher is lost. Please look for, <laughs> for Christopher. He likes Zelda <laughs> and riding on my scooter. <laughs> he has a birthmark on my forehead. Um, but uh, we did stuff like that. Uh, you know, always lock the door, even when you're home. Uh, don't uh, answer that, the yeah. phone for any phone numbers you don't recognize. Got that too. Don't, don't unlock the door for anybody you yep. don't know. Got that too. Um, don't, uh, yeah, stuff like that. Um, so we were taught to be wary. My parents didn't really know about the internet when we got the internet. I was the the frontiersman of the internet in our family as a, a wee little nine-year-old. <laughs> Or whatever. You ran um, reconnaissance for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> for your family. So I did the digging there. Uh, and I learned, I outpaced their learning of the internet. Yeah. So, oh, same here. Yeah. So uh, there was kind of that, uh, like the whole, like, don't talk to strangers on the internet. I don't think I ever really got that too strictly. Because I had a, bu- I used to have a bunch of friends on AIM Same. who are like friends of friends of friends of friends. Same, yeah. They're like, oh, your other friend also likes Zelda? Let me talk to them. And now I'm better friends with them than I was with yeah. you and stuff like that. Um, it like As like a young teenager and stuff like that, too. No, um, I went through that, too. I went through that, too. I When Omegle came out, granted, I was in like high school when that happened. I was into that. <laughs> I, Omegle. You see a lot of penises. That's where you just chat with random people. Yeah, there, there's, it was called something else first. Um, I remember Omegle, but there was... Yeah, you're right. There was a different name. It was there called was something else one. first, and then it turned... There's like a different one. There are yeah. multiple sites like that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's right. Um, yeah, lots of penises because I found because I was in college, I think. Yeah, lots of penises, and I remember us going on it, <laughs> like, like my my, my ah, penis, my ah, roommates, penis. Uh, torso oh, over man, oh, there's penis, a penis, <laughs> penis, uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, but every oh. once in a while, I just see someone and be like, "Hi, <laughs> what's up?" And they'd be like, "Where do you live?" And I'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you, what are you up to tonight?" Oh, I'm just gonna. I'm looking for boobies. All right, next, whatever. Uh, and uh, that was just very interesting to me. So, like, I kind of loved talking to strangers <laughs> on the internet, but I was always safe about it. Like, I didn't give out. Well, I did get scammed once. Uh, I won. Uh, I won a free iPod Mini back in the day. I got one of those cool pop-up ads that said I want a free iPod. And you clicked like, it. That's crazy. That's so cool. Click it. It's free. We just need your credit card information instead of blah blah blah. Well, I don't have a credit card. But I do know where my mom's is. So clickety clackety. 
And then you did that $400, never got an iPod. They call the <laughs> bank. I got a stern talking to. So that was like my one slip up on the internet. I would say, um, I never fell for one of those. Uh, so hearing TK's internet friends going to meet people you've literally never met. I don't have any of those. Uh, I have one guy I went to high school with who's a year younger than me, who, uh, was a friend of a friend on PlayStation. Uh, like, oh, we, we, like I played some game online and he was in the lobby and I was like, oh, like we got along really well. I was like, yeah. cool. And I added him and he has like all the same game interests as me, like some deep cuts of like, you like shadow of the Colossus. Holy crap. That's one of my favorite games. Oh, me too. And we talked about it all the time. And he went to school. Like, I kind of saw him every day. We almost never talked in person. So it was re- there was a, that was a weird internet friend. Where, like, yeah, that's odd. We were very good PlayStation friends, but I don't think we would have gotten along in person. Like, okay. I don't okay. know. I don't know what it was, but like, there was like kind of this mutual, like, social awkwardness of neither of us is going to approach the other one. Yeah. Cause like, we always knew of each other and we never really interacted. But once we interacted online, we kind of hit it off there. But then there was like that, well, why didn't we do this in person? And we're still not doing this in person. And then after like a few instances of seeing each other in the hallway, then it was that moment of, well, now it's too late. Now it'll be weird if I ever do it. <laughs> like we still play games together online, but we still haven't talked in person. So now we'll definitely never do it because why haven't we done it by now? Um, so there was that. Okay. His name is Notoire. Which is, I think, French for notorious. That's his PlayStation username. I forget his real name. <laughs> but he had red hair. And he was a year younger than me. Okay. Uh, and he briefly dated my cousin, who went to a different school in a different town, who was also a year younger than me. And I was like, hey, he's one of my best PlayStation friends, but I never talked to him in real life. And she's like, oh, he's really cool. He made me this mixtape. And I like played the mix CD. Played the mix CD. I was like, holy shit, he has really good taste in music, too. Too bad I'll never talk to him. Um... Then I have a friend of a friend from college, Azul. I don't remember his real name. Uh, that was really into Nintendo like I was. So we were friends on the Wii U and friends on the 3DS. And we also had the same interest in games. So every time I'd be playing this game, I'd send him an invite and he'd pop in and we'd do our shit together. We'd almost never talk because um, he was from Argentina, I want to say. and was not very fluent in English. <laughs> so like we could play video games together, but barely communicate. Okay. Um, so there was that. And then my other one is a friend who I, uh, a friend of a friend from our last job. He works at our last job. I've never met him, but he joined our Dungeons and Dragons group that we played online all throughout COVID. So I've played lots and lots and lots of Dungeons and Dragons with him. Never met him in person. Probably never will. Um, but I wouldn't say he's like a, a friend, friend of mine. He's just in my D&D group. Okay. So that's what I got. Do you? Did you have any uh, internet friends? Do you have any internet only um, friends? I grew up and I was in a lot of. So I was big in the into the music scene back in the day, back when I was playing in bands. So there's a lot of uh, like underground music communities online that I was into, and I spoke to. I still remember one of them. I still remember. I remember two of them. Uh, one of them is the, is more prominent, and she was from Minnesota. And we connected over Motion City Soundtrack. Nice. Uh, fantastic band, if you've yeah, never yeah. heard of them. They're fantastic. And uh, last I knew, she moved to New York City, and she was uh, pursuing a job in fashion. Cool. Uh, I think doing photography. Okay. And I was uh, super stoked that she was doing what she was always talking about she wanted to do. Yeah. And that was it. And then we just stopped. I think most 
of those internet kind of connections fall apart over time. Yeah, they just in, fizzle. You, yeah, because it you takes, go longer and longer without saying hi or whatever. Yeah, and it just happens. Um, and then the the friends that TK were going to go visit are the same internet friends that I have. Oh, so the friends that he was going to go visit are we, the four of us, because there's two of them up there, and it's it's TK and I here. And we hopped in the game. TK and, I, TK and I were playing Call of Duty. We were playing Rebirth, uh, which is a game mode. And we were playing it, and we hopped into a game with two random people. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pub and Coco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> we hopped in. And most people in, in Call of Duty either have their microphone on because they're toxic and you can hear their child, their ignored child screaming next to them. And their music that they're for some reason listening to out loud yeah. while they're playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Or they're on the phone while they're also on an open mic. Yeah. And so it's annoying. Uh, so I generally keep people blocked and muted. Yeah. But for whatever reason, uh, I think I was unmuted or I think I unmuted after TK told me to. Uh, no, I was unmuted because TK wasn't in Discord at the time. Um I was unmuted because he's on console. Mm. So we had cross-platform communication. Yeah. And uh, these two randoms, Coco and Pub, were uh, were friendly. And they were chatting. And TK and I were surprised. We were like, wow, you guys are actually pretty chill. And then we did really well in the game. And we were saying, hey, well, let's just keep playing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's just do another. Click, 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 play again. Yeah, okay, cool. We played a few more games. So I was like, hey, I'm going to send a friend request. So we could just keep playing. It's like, okay, cool. That was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And we've been playing two, three times a week ever since. Holy shit. I didn't know about any of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. My Call of Duty group? Yeah. I didn't know it was TK and two randos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's expanded. Now Now you have spaghetti. Uh, now, you <laughs> <laughs> now you have C1. What's your What's your name? Just Dubs? Just Mr. Dubs. Mr. Dubs. Yeah. Um, but you have... Uh, yeah. You have... Uh, you have C1. You have Skeddy. You have Pub. You have Coco. You have uh, The General. You have... Um, I, 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 I've heard their names cause they say that cause they're yeah. all friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they'll refer to each other. They're as their actual names. Yeah. They'll slip and say their real names. Yeah. And then I hear it and I, then I usually forget it within yeah. a day. But, um, so you yeah. like don't really know any of their actual names off the top of your head. That's a no. Uh, oh. no, no. Um, that was our theme song that randomly um, started playing. <laughs> uh, Pub is Kyle. Okay, cool. Pub is Kyle. All right. That's all I know. And that's only because he used to have a YouTube channel. Yeah. So that's it. Um, but <laughs> TK was was so trusting off the bat. And I remember telling him just, yo, you got to chill with some of the things you're saying. Because TK is just like blurbing out personal information. Yeah. And he was like, why? And I was like, because did you were you not given the talks of safety online when you were a kid? He was like, no. <laughs> just well, you shouldn't. You should. He definitely didn't say no like that. You, sh you shouldn't. You shouldn't just be giving out personal details over the internet. Well, what's going to happen? I was like, they'll find your fucking address off your IP and they'll hunt down your identity. Yeah. He's like, no. Like, yeah, they, you can do that shit if you're fucking evil enough. You can do shit like that. Yeah. Like really? He's like, yes. Fucking yes, I don't think they would do that. Well, I'm glad you think that, but you don't know. Yeah. You've only talked to these people twice a week. <laughs> do they listen to the show? They, I, I think they do. Yeah, no, they definitely do. They definitely do. Nice. <laughs> they definitely do. I know Pub does, because <laughs> Pub will talk about episodes when I go play with him uh, over the weekend. He'll talk about the episode that we post. Um, hi, Pub. So, uh, <laughs> hi, we don't trust you at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So, so that was a while ago. TK was very trusting off the bat, and TK was all just... 
He sounded such, like such an innocent child. It was very pure. He was like, "No, I think they're good guys. <laughs> they're really friendly. <laughs> I think they're good guys. I think they're I think they're chill. I think they're good guys too. <laughs> yeah, I think they're really chill. I, I don't think I don't think they're gonna do. I that. think if you could have a wholesome, non toxic match, several matches of Call of Duty with them. <laughs> They're good guys. <laughs> Do you know how rare that is to find? Yeah. If you randomly joined a lobby with me and I was using a username that you didn't recognize, we probably wouldn't have a good time. You and I would not be friends in Call of Duty. <laughs> you wouldn't talk. Exactly. You would hate me. No, but if my mic was on, I don't know. I, that's. I think they're good guys. If you could have a good time in Call of Fucking Duty, <laughs> they're good guys. So it's funny how it's expanded because at first it was just Pub and it was Coco and it was TK and I. But then you know there are a few times that TK wasn't on. And oh, TK so was, uh, let me get Skeddy in here. Oh <laughs> uh, no. So I would say wait, wait a minute. I got, I got a, I got a second. I could grab and I grab Colin. Yeah. So like, hey, Colonies is here. Colin's in. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Colin jumps in. He's like, hi, Colin. This is uh, this is Pub and Coco. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, and then one night, you know, like uh, Coco was not available, and then all of a sudden, there's somebody named Skeddy, and it's just, <laughs> who is Skeddy? Oh, Skeddy's our friend. It's just hi, Skeddy. Just hello, and it's just, and then that, and then Great, yeah. it's grown now to where there is a solid amount of of our the group in our state and the group in their state. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, oh, can you tell me what state they're in? Is it, what region of the U.S.? New England. Oh, okay, got they're it. Got it. Okay. Um. Just for the safety of, of internet security, yeah. I won't say the state. But <laughs> we will give them the courtesy that <laughs> TK didn't give himself. <laughs> no, and TK, it was funny because when TK told me, he was like, oh, I'm going to go meet Coco and Pub for the first time. I went, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I'm going to go skiing. Uh, I'm going to go visit them. We're going to go skiing. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, yeah, and then I'm going to crash at their place. And I was like, well, you're going to what? He's like, yeah, we're going to hang out. And they said I could crash. I was like, yo, you better... You better make sure they don't take your kidneys. Turn on, find my iPhone, share <laughs> yeah. it with me. <laughs> he was like, "Wait, what? What do you mean?" I'm like, "You don't." Oh, okay, you're 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 just a more honest and an upfront, wholesome person than I am. Yeah, and as you know me, I'm very wary. When is with. this? Uh, when is this meeting? It was happening? supposed to happen yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, he TK's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it didn't happen because of weather, so oh, it got shoot. canceled or rescheduled. But um, but yeah, it was a funny situation, and I was just I was just rubbing him. I was like, "You better be careful. You don't know what's gonna happen up there. <laughs> like, you don't know That's how so it's gonna funny. go." <laughs> but yeah, and it made me curious, just just in general, because I was thinking, because I know I'm a psycho. Yeah, and I was like, maybe it's just me being super. Uh, is wary the word you would use? Yeah, wary, cautious, cautious. Yeah, I'm extremely cautious and wary. And I was like, maybe it's just a me thing. Maybe it's just me and how I was raised. But then I was thinking, or, and this is why I want to talk to you about it, maybe we were raised in a time frame where the internet's privacy, security, be careful, street smart style of being on the internet uh, was more of a thing to focus on for us with the emergence of the internet as we were uh, growing up. How old is TK compared to us? He's my age. Okay. Um, gosh, I don't know. I I really feel like most of my wariness training was in-person training. Like, don't get into stranger vehicles, idiot. Don't get, take candy from strangers. Don't talk to strangers on the street or something like that. You know? Yeah. Stuff like that. But, I, like, I don't think my parents were savvy enough to... 
know about how to be wary on the internet. My parents were, were yelling me of like, don't do the following and don't do the following. I remember some, like one of my internet friends sent me her zine. Zine. Yeah. What's that? It's like a, it's like a self-made magazine book. Oh, zine? Zine. Okay. Are you, oh, zine? Okay. Yeah. Um, and she, she mailed me that cause I asked her for it cause she, she told me she put it together. Yeah. And I was like, can I have a copy? She's like, yeah, sure. What's your address? And I gave it to her and it showed up and it was just, I was like, great. This is physically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we pranced in like that, huh? No, they were pissed. But I was like, yo, I know <laughs> like, I know her better than I know you two kind of. <laughs> yeah. I know her current relationship problems with her boyfriend and possible fiance wow. and all this other stuff that's going on and housing problem right now and like yeah that's like i yeah no i never had i know maybe i just wasn't interested i didn't have like internet friends to that extent i did just think of there's this group of i wouldn't even really call them friends yet but my very close friend from high school now lives in moved to all fucking moved to worcester than albany now uh pittsburgh uh, and has has like picked up more friends along the way, and they all are like in Discord all the time. Like, there's always a few of them in Discord. They'll pop in, pop out, pop in, pop out. So if I'm just like dicking around on my computer, I'll open up Discord, see if any of them are in the chats, and if it's like a few that I know a little bit better, I'm like, hey, what's up? Um, and like we'll just hang out and sometimes play video games together, and sometimes they'll just like stream a movie from within Discord, or we'll just watch stupid movies and talk about them together. But like it's it's just I don't know, it's more like a lobby. Like they're not my friends. Really, we have like chats in Discord that will kind of get goofy in, but yeah, I don't know. But I don't I don't have like friends that I've made from complete strangers. Every instance I've given was a friend of a friend. So it's, I already trust them more than than Pub and Skeddy the murderers. <laughs> it's Pub and Coco. <laughs> I'm sure Skeddy and C one are, are very innocent and gentle <laughs> people <laughs> compared to the bloodthirsty murderers going yeah. on pub. No, I um, I was curious because I also I assume that you only game you only game now with your immediate coworkers or or or, or older friends that you've had for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't imagine you hopping into games with random lobbies and befriending people. No, exactly. That's just, I'm when I'm in randos now. I'm muted. I'm not playing the game the way you want me to play it. <laughs> okay. And I'm usually just, that's usually why I'm not really in online games. I did play, I really like games where they could give you communication controls by like the D pad or the joystick and stuff like that. Like Overwatch is pretty good. Like stay on the point. I need healing, stuff like that. I did play, there was this PlayStation plus game, deep rock galactic where you're, um, you're dwarf miners in outer space and you're harvesting minerals from asteroids. You bring this game up every two episodes. I fucking love it. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. I brought it up in the PlayStation Plus yeah. uh, recap thing. Um, I played that a lot online, wh- whether or not my friends were there or not. And um, and that was really fun. And I'd be like, oh, there's gold over here and stuff like that. And like your characters actually say it out loud. So that was immersive. And I didn't have to talk. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big internet friends guy. Did you have any other instances besides the zine friend and then uh, pub and Coco? Of randos? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's all people I knew in IRL. Um, I had my zine friend. I had my Minnesota friend. Um, and now it's the Call of Duty group. Yeah. I don't think... Uh, 
I think it's just the thing like you fall into. Like I think it's like your Call of Duty situation. You had two, but there's a lobby of four. You got two random people. Sometimes they hate each other. Sometimes you don't even talk. Sometimes you kick it off. And then like I love seeing those stories of like we met playing World of Warcraft <laughs> 22 years ago or whatever it was. Uh, and we've been playing together ever since. And my wife just surprised me by flying them out and blah, blah, blah. This is our first time meeting. And like those videos are so wholesome and sweet. Um, but part of me is like, damn, that's crazy. Like, ugh, you just meet a complete stranger. It's I guess. weird, like, right? It's I, weird. I don't think I've ever met anyone like that. Like just going to a bar alone well, and just befriending okay, the person okay, okay, sitting okay. next to you? That that I have done. Okay, interesting. <laughs> it's the I same thing, done. but online, right? No, because a bar is actually way easier to talk to people. Yeah. I found. And it's not because of like, oh, you're so loose from your drinking. No, it's because just the environment. <laughs> I can sit down at a bar. We're all yeah. facing the same direction. And I remember, oh, dude, the, I, I can't even, I'm not, I'm not going to get into the amount of times that I've had situations like that where it's just i've i remember i waited for my friend to get out of work when i visited him in montreal and i had to wait five hours four hours at the bar for him because he had to go in for the evening shift so he worked dinner so he got out at like 10 o'clock so he dropped him off around dinner time i went and got dinner and got dinner at the bar and then i just waited at the bar for him and he was like i'll just show up i'll text you when i get out and i was like okay cool and I remember there was a girl at the bar, because it was dead, because it was mainly a bar, not a restaurant. Yeah. And she was just snacking away on a book. And the bartender knew me well enough, because I vis- I used to visit at the time, like I think three, four times a year. Wow. And this was a bar right across the street from where his place was. So you were there often. And he was just, hey, it's the kid from the States. I was like, <laughs> hey, what's up, Bill? Like, like that kind of shit. That's so, awesome. I love that. Yeah. And he would just, it was funny, because every time I would show up, he would pour me a shot of JMO. Nice. And we would do shots of Jameson together because he would always be like, you made it. I was like, I did. He's like, there we go. We know what's here. And then we would just do a shot. Um, I remember I sat down. He's like, hey, where's, uh, where's, what's his name? Yeah. And I was like, he's coming. He's working until 10. He's like, all right, cool. Well, I'll, I'll have the shots ready. I was like, Jesus Christ. All right, sure. Like, I'm going to be here now. So that's a lot of drinking. Yeah. He's like, we'll get food, you know, like, you know, yeah, pad, pad, pad it down, pad it down. I was like, all right, cool. Let me see the menu. What do you got? And I remember I chatted because it was just me and her yeah. at this fucking bar with him. Yeah. And she saw how friendly I was with him. And I said something to her because um, I think she, I don't know, she like mentioned something. So I started talking to her and we ended up chatting for four hours. Damn. And then my friend came and I said, oh, hey, this is my friend. She's like, oh, hi. And then she was like, it's getting way too crazy. I'm going to go. And I was like, absolutely. Hey, it was a fantastic conversation yeah. getting to chat and meet with you. <laughs> Uh, have a safe night. Yeah. She's like, thanks, you too. Make sure you hydrate. I said, I will. <laughs> and I, that was it. I don't I don't even think I remember. I don't remember her name. Yeah. It was just a fun four-hour conversation. Yeah, that's fun. Just with this person. That's like in uh, Fight Club, the friends you meet on airplanes or whatever. Like the people you sit next to on airplanes and you strike up a conversation. I forget what they're well, called. Back in like, the day, you struck up a conversation. Now it's like, oh, you're in my fucking Noise-canceling airplanes. Yeah, yeah, don't you're in my fucking, fucking space. Me. Yeah, don't you get fucking close to me. <laughs> you could wave your hand in front of me if you need to, to go to the bathroom. But. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I think this situation now with my Call of Duty playing group is the first time it's something's really stuck. Yeah. Um, I want you to meet them. <laughs> why? I, just, I, want, I want the other side of the story, and I think you'd find it enriching. I think you'd enjoy it more than you think you would. I think you're nervous, and I think that's fine. I think that's healthy. But I think once you get there and, like, the awkward, like, oh, my God, hi, like, five minutes pass, 
You're you're just your friends. You want to live vicariously through me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can invite you. You got to get into Call of Duty. No. I'll have you jump in. Into <laughs> why? That sounds like a bad time for me. Why? <laughs> why? I'm not a Call of Duty guy. It's not. It's not hard. There's... Can you guarantee me winning most of the time? <laughs> like uh, I can in Mario Kart. In multiplayer, yes. Okay. Well. Still no, but I don't have a good, <laughs> uh, but I don't have a good reason anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> I like to consider myself friends with Club and JMO, whatever their names are. Club and JMO, <laughs> Pub and Coco, <laughs> Pub and Coco. <laughs> you just like their names. I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I really like Sketty, <laughs> Spaghetti, or whatever it is. Sketty, Sketty C one General C one. I'm C four. You're C four. Yeah. So well, I'm gonna become C four. Yes. By the end of 2023, callback ending out the episode. That's what I think I'm gonna see in 2023. We've talked about my new uh, my habits that I'm gonna get into. Yes. The fiance is very interested, so it'll be a journey that we're going on together. Hopefully, keeping each other accountable. I'm gonna put out some feelers to maybe some more friends to see if I could get just more people along this journey with me. Because the more people I'm in it with. I think the more that will motivate me. The only reason I work out once a week is because it's with you. I'm like a very social fitnesser. So. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I, yeah. I totally get it. Trust me. When I'm, I remember when I traveled to visit my friends up in Quebec, I, uh, I was, I, I was like, Hey, so I got to work out today. They said, okay, what are you going to do? And I was like, I think I'm going to just do a two mile run and I'll do pushups until I can't. <laughs> And they said, okay, have fun. And I had, and I did it by myself and I didn't have headphones. So it was just in the summer running two miles in the countryside, uh, getting back home, going into the basement and just doing push-ups till I couldn't. And I was like, this wasn't fun. But How many push-ups can you do? In a row? Yeah. I don't know. Is that what, that's what you did? Push-ups in a row? No, until I you did, can't? I did sets of 10 until I couldn't. Oh, wow. How many do you think you did? I don't know. I did it for 35 minutes. That's a lot. <laughs> That is the answer. Well, I switched it up. I did. It is. Many. I did like the diamonds. I did the close. I did the far. I did the harder ones. I did the even harder ones. <laughs> oh no! It's just. I did the claps. <laughs> I did the handstand ones. I think I can still do the clap chest. I can. Like you the, don't need to though. Yeah, I know. I That's know, the good know, news. Is that you? You can stop doing that. I don't. Please. Yeah. But um. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, and it was hard because I, I I'm used to having at the very least music. Yeah. And I didn't. Oh, wow. So no, it's just the sound of me breathing. <laughs> it is a deal breaker. If I plan, I was like, I'm so excited after work today. I'm going to get out right at four on the nose. I'm going to go down to the company gym and I'm going to work out. I have this specific plan. I forgot my AirPods. Fuck that. I'm going home. Might get Taco Bell on the way. <laughs> like it is an absolute deal breaker. Really? The sound of me breathing is one of the worst sounds created. It's part. I actually do enjoy just hearing me breathing when I run because I sound like I'm in pain. I do like it when I run. And I like that. Yeah. Sometimes when I would run, I would put on noise-canceling headphones, but not play anything, but turn on noise-canceling with the Air, the AirPods, and I would just hear like the, the really, just the bassy of your breath. The yeah. And that was really like... I felt like I was in a commercial for something <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is me. I could see my breath and I'm just going. That was cool. The only, the only time I like playing music now is just if I start yelling when I'm working out, it helps cover it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I'm glad you enjoy your life because I wouldn't. <laughs> Sometimes you just say these things that sound so normal coming out of your mouth. But then when you process them, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, you're coming out of the hole in a squat and yeah, you're yelling and you're making noise and you're slamming the bar down. You're going, ah, and the most like, I've ever done is that's the most I've ever yelled <laughs> working out <laughs> and not with you. Okay. With you, I really let my personality shine. <laughs> I was going to say, I really cry and whimper and whine and yell and scream and put you give me fuss. full sentences. Yeah, and <laughs> sometimes they're in, like, my made-up German. <laughs> so I was like, I, I've heard you say and say and be louder than that. So, so yeah. Um, All right, let's, let's wrap this up. Here's to a 2023. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, really quick, yeah. give a sign-off for the year of 2022. Uh, good riddance. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't know. 2020 part three. <laughs> it's been, it's been real. 2020 part three. Bring on the uh, bring on Endgame. <laughs> bring on the 2020 Endgame. Yeah, bring on post 2020. The this three year long 2020 we have. I I think things are gonna look up. I I think. I am going to be healthy by the end of the year. I'm going to have some really good habits. I'm probably going to have a house uh, and uh, might have a wife by by the 360-ish days from today. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I think out of all the things you said, you having a wife is the one thing that will happen. Certainly. Well, we're planning on that for 2024, but we're getting kind of antsy, so we might bump that up a whole well, year. I'm just saying, like, that's the variable that won't change as much as the possibility of... <laughs> Habits not sticking and you being able to take advantage of a fluctuating market and uh, mortgage rate, interest rate on mortgages. What a great Uh, sign off. (laughs) I will say. I don't think you're going to lose weight and good luck getting a house, idiot. I didn't mean that. I'm just saying the way you're wording it is you are so certain of the other two, which have inherently more. Uh, variables at play versus the verbal agreement you have in motion. <laughs> the, the verbal for the legal of, binding contract yeah, yeah, yeah. of a marriage. Yeah, that's all. It's that's, just, it was just coming up. It was just. I I hope all those things for you, yeah. and I do think they will all happen for you. The house I'm really hoping for because if both you, of us. That's why I'm saying if you get one, that means the soil is fertile enough for me. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can start playing yeah, yeah, shit yeah. too. We'll so lift each other up. That's the hope. That's the yeah. fucking hope, you know? Um, what's, uh, what's, can you give me some, uh, dubs, uh, expectations, uh, guesses, bets? What's a safe bet for what's going to happen to you in 2023? Oh, um, house. Oh, I don't know about We that. won't call it a safe bet, but what are your hopes and dreams? Hopes would be a house. Yeah. Um, hopes would be, uh, I guess smashing my job. Smashing your job. Yeah. Doing a very good job at your job. Like I want to be at a point where my review's coming up and my boss is like, I thought I was giving you praise in your last review. <laughs> I don't have words for what you did this year. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to just blow minds. Yeah. I'm just, holy shit. We knew you were good. We didn't realize you were this good. Yeah. That's like the, they give you a new job so they can pay you more that's the thing i don't i don't <laughs> want a new job but like i want well they to... give you a new title 
because it's like oh, you're would, oh, so yeah. far outperforming what you're doing <laughs> that we needed a new thing to call you. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I would appreciate that. I want I want to kick ass at my job. Aim for that. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just smash through your salary cap. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Uh, I, I got a I got a lot to work on. Um, you know what it is? I want to. I think there's a thing, and we touched on it a little bit, not to go on a tangent. So keep me keep me honest here. Uh, we went over a tangent in the gym, aka the garage, about this in terms of stagnation mm. and how people, uh, by no immediate fault of their own, are easily trapped by the stagnation of their environment. Yeah, and it's hard for people to continue evolving. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Marvin Haggard had a fan- oh, he's a fighter had a fantastic saying of. It's hard to get out of silk sheets and run your miles. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And it's because he became champion. And it was a, he was talking about how, you know, back when you don't sleep in silk sheets, it's easy to get up and, and pound the road and put in the work and yeah. work your ass off because you're working to get to silk sheets. Exactly. Right? You're in the, you're falling. But then once you're there, you're waking up in the comfort of silk sheets, you got to yeah, get yeah, up yeah. and go to the gym and you got to run your miles. You got to put in your, your hours on, on the bag and all this work. And it's hard. And that's yeah. why champions don't last. And uh, the older I get, the more I realize that um, people don't realize and are usually not cognizant that they're doing it. But they're, it's it's easy to fall into the rhythm of your day-to-day and forget the feeling of having to be hungry and to fight. Yeah. And I remember, you'll laugh at this, um, at the last uh, two jobs ago when we worked together, I don't think you realized how hard I hustled. Where I remember I was sitting, I would sit in my car before my shift and I would blast Thunderstruck before, <laughs> <laughs> before punching in. Yeah. And I would be punching my steering wheel. Yeah. Because I would, I would be psyching myself up to go in there and do the best that I could to fucking push myself to get out of my situation. Right. And then driving home. I would tell myself, I'm so glad I'm tired because I'm going to do extra work to develop my skills and knowledge when I get home because I don't want to, because I want to be in a better spot Wow. than where I am. And I'm going to fucking hate it, but I'm happy I'm going to do it because I know they're not. Yeah. And I still have a little, blo- little bit of it, right? It's why I enjoy going out into a garage that's been sitting in two degree weather for 24 hours and yeah. I get to touch you know, steel, frosted steel, <laughs> and I can hurt my hands yeah. uh, as they turn red from the cold yeah. Um, because I know most people wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I find a joy in saying, I'm still going to push myself to do this thing. Yeah. And I'm running into it now in my career and my job right now where it's like, I don't have to bust my ass as hard as I am right now, but I need to, because if I don't, I'll become complacent yeah. and I will stagnate and I need to be hungry and I need to force myself to grow and I need to keep learning because I'm surrounded by people that don't grow anymore. Mm. And I'm surrounded and I work with people that have stopped their development. Yeah. And while there's nothing wrong with it, I don't think it's anything wrong if you don't do these things. It's just, I found for me, I get mad at myself for complacency. Yeah. And I want to keep driving myself because that's what I find to be the real battle of my life day to day. Yeah. As much as I love to dunk on you and roast you for how hard you go in your <laughs> insane lifestyle, that is one of the things I admire about you most. Like, there is no, like, I've made it. I could rest now. <laughs> it's no, I could keep making it. There could be more. Yeah, it's very cool. It, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's. I had a moment. I had a few months of it 
where in 2022, I was like, I did it. I did the thing I thought I couldn't. I got a job I thought I wouldn't get. I'm in a position where I, I didn't see myself. Um, and I'm doing something that I, I truly enjoy doing. And I'm finding joy in my day to day. And this is one of the most rewarding things I've done. And I enjoyed it for a few, like, I want to say two months, maybe three. And then I said, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And I don't know enough. And I'm not doing enough. Mm. And I'm not helping enough. And I'm not accomplishing enough. And I need to do more. And I had that in the gym as well. I stopped my programming and I was just going through the rhythms of just staying in shape. But like, I'm getting that hunger again of like, what if I jump back into 531? Oh my God. <laughs> Please leave me out of it. <laughs> What if I what if I do sign up for the juggernaut program? Jesus. What if Christ. What, what if I like actually start getting into that admiration I just had for you is gone <laughs> once you mentioned physical activity. <laughs> but it's like it, it's just it's just that kind of that kind of thought for me. Yeah. So um Yeah. That's yeah. that's where I am. So just you're just gonna keep climbing that ladder that you are seemingly at the top of. You are going to you're at the top of a ladder and you're fucking duct taping more <laughs> ladder to the top of it so you can keep climbing up. I want up. to. I want to. And I'm, I'm feeling the fire. I'm feeling the embers start to light up again for me to be like, that's good. I'm not doing enough and I'm yeah. not good enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to get better. I think that's kind of what a lot of us are feeling at the end of 2022 is like, there's that ember. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I, I haven't had enough of you. Yes. The 2022. Like, yeah. you're not the best of me. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like, I'm not 2020 ended with the whoo, it's over. Um, 2021 ended with a whoo it's over and <laughs> 2021 started with no it's fucking not yeah exactly <laughs> and now 2022 is ending and i'm just thinking like i feel like i'm about to we're ramping back up now yeah 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 yeah. i'm yeah. ready to ramp it back up all right that was a nice little hibernation <laughs> yeah 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 all right let's wrap this up let's go fucking see avatar in a few days and we'll talk about it uh in 2023 the year of the ember yes happy new year everybody <laughs> happy new year man he's a great man that man <clears throat> he's just a good man <laughs> i forget there's a there's a line it's like he's a good man claire he's a good man i forget i forget where that's from but that's a thing going around yeah that sounds familiar right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay <clears throat> okay uh -uh.